Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, March 16th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Attacks against police officers jumped 300% in Chicago. Ratings for primetime cable news operations continue to decline. The Vatican says no to gay marriage. New study shows the harmful effects of daylight savings time. The most dangerous countries on earth are ranked. Also ahead, why the border is under siege. But first, crime continues to spiral out of control in Chicago. Residents there witnessing a 50% increase in violent crime, 25% jump in shootings, 300% rise in attacks against police officers. 38 people in the Windy City were shot in the last 72 hours, including a police sergeant and a 13-year-old boy. The primary reason, many judges in Chicago refuse to order high bail for violent accused criminals. Television viewership still dropping for the major cable news operations. CNN's Don Lemon has lost the biggest amount of viewers, 33% since Election Day. Anderson Cooper on CNN dipped 32%. Chris Cuomo, 29%. MSNBC's Rachel Maddow also losing one-fifth of her entire audience since Donald Trump left the White House. The Vatican releasing a statement regarding gay marriage saying Catholic priests should refrain from endorsing homosexual unions because, quote, God will not and cannot bless sin, unquote. The document signed by Pope Francis was distributed in seven languages to churches around the world. Christian tradition holds that the sacrament of marriage involves only a man and a woman. New study says the harmful effects of daylight savings time are pretty bad. According to researchers at Vanderbilt University in Nashville, Tennessee, the biannual event can dramatically damage a person's sleep habits and mental health. The concept was first suggested by Benjamin Franklin in 1784, to help farmers who needed more sunlight to work the fields. An annual report from International SOS ranks the most dangerous countries on Earth. They are Somalia, Yemen, Iraq, and Syria. The most peaceful places? Greenland, Norway, Japan, and Switzerland. The USA is in the top 15 of safest places for the first time because of our successful vaccine rollout. In a moment, we'll take you down to the southern border. It's not good. Right back. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. President Biden and the southern border. According to a recent Rasmussen poll, 54% of likely U.S. voters 
feel the federal government is doing too little to reduce illegal border crossings. 73% of Republicans, 60% of voters not affiliated with a party say the government is not doing enough to reduce illegal border crossings compared to 33% of Democrats, many of whom actually support the open border concept. 70% of all likely voters believe the government should mandate employers hire only legal workers for American jobs. Now, last month, more than 100,000 people were caught illegally entering the country on the southern border. The total number of unaccompanied minors caught entering, 9,400. That is up 60% in the last four weeks. So this is bad. I knew when Joe Biden said in a debate that he would order the federal government to pay the health care costs of every undocumented person in the country, that the USA would not be able to deal with the immigration problem effectively if Mr. Biden were elected president, which of course he was. And then after the election, Biden says he wants to give full amnesty to all the undocumented people here, perhaps as many as 15 million. So what did the president expect? Mexico and Central American countries are largely poor and corrupt. Folks are brutalized, routinely extorted. It's hard to make a living down there. So it's not the migrant's fault to want to have a better life for him, her, and their families. It is President Biden's fault that so many poor people are now at risk. Here's what's happening. Thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands, of migrants believe they can now walk across the border with no problem. Under the Trump administration, people caught illegally entering were turned back. They had to wait in Mexico whether they wanted asylum or anything else. They could not stay here. They were not caught and released. Now President Biden has reversed that, but with no plan. So people are now getting on buses, going all over the USA, some of them with COVID. And what is the federal response to that? Nothing. Mr. Biden will not talk to the press. So this, to me, looks like a dereliction of duty. If Mr. Biden has a plan to stop children from coming across the border, therefore the federal government has to take care of them, and we're looking at 15,000 kids right now, if Biden has a plan to mitigate that, we should hear it. But it looks like he does not. It looks like he's playing politics with the far left wing of his party. Now, this is going to lead to death, the death of children, the death of adults. Mr. Biden has a responsibility as president to address the nation and tell us what he is going to do to stop the chaos on the southern border. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this week in 1972, John Lennon and his wife Yoko Ono had a big problem. The former Beatle was living in New York City and wanted to relocate permanently to the Big Apple from England. The musician was vehemently opposed to the Vietnam War and had recently performed his song Give Peace a Chance at political rallies across the USA. It also happened to be the year President Nixon was running for re-election, and Mr. Nixon was not a fan of John Lennon. So the Nixon White House responded to Lennon's request to remain in this country by ordering his immediate deportation. The administration claimed Lennon had been admitted to the USA improperly. He had pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of marijuana possession in England four years earlier. And immigration law at the time banned the admission of anyone convicted of a drug offense. Artists and musicians across the country petitioned Nixon to let Lennon stay. Bob Dylan penned a personal letter to the president writing, quote, John and Yoko inspire and transcend and stimulate. Let John and Yoko stay. With the support of New York City Mayor John Lindsay, the group launched a let them stay in the USA campaign on radio and television. The movement did not change President Nixon's mind. The proceedings continued after his re-election in 1972 and then through the Watergate crisis. In the end, Nixon left the White House and Lenin stayed in the USA. In October 1975, a three-judge federal panel ruled in John Lennon's favor, declaring that his conviction in Britain failed to meet American standards of justice. Said the judges, quote, Lennon's four-year battle to remain in our country is testimony to his faith in the American dream, unquote. And here's something else you might not know. Sadly, John Lennon's American dream would not last very long. Just five years later, the 40-year-old musician was shot and killed outside his apartment in New York City, by a deranged person who remains in custody. John Lennon fought to stay in this country. He won his battle, but he could not defeat the forces of evil. Back after this. It's another morning and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late. 
you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.